Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. This episode, you put your TV where? Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help you save time, money, and aggravation. This edition is entitled, You Put Your TV Where? To help explain, I'm here with my cheer, ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy, John. John, what's been going on this week? Yeah. Hey, Larry. Nice to be here. I uh, have been doing a lot of work, as you know, in a, in a house, a couple of rental houses. And uh, just, it's it's like you. Uh, it's been a never-ending uh, thing that's been going on here with a lot of handyman type of work. So We call it job been, security, is what we it's call been, it. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun. And there's been uh, certain jobs I like and certain jobs I don't like. It still, but, <laughs> Gee, but, it's uh, like at your house. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's all been it's all been good. And I know that uh, you know, one of the one of the topics that is coming up here is hanging TVs. That's right. But first, it's a word from our sponsors. It's Handyman Services by Service Group International. Yes, that's John and I. If you need a handyman in North Atlanta, John and I would love to help you. Look us up at hssgi.com. That's Handyman Services by Service Group International. So we're talking about hanging TVs, right, John? Sorry about it. I had to do that blatant plug since we both yeah, been talking shameless. about it. Shameless. Shameless. It's a shameless plug for whom? John and I. That's who it is for. That's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So hanging TVs. Yeah, hanging TVs. So it's funny. I just did a TV not too long ago. And um, so the timing is is appropriate because actually uh, one of the things I have a great tip for it because, of course, this ever-famous handyman went and did the job and then did something improperly and had to go back and fix it. And he was not a happy handyman. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it, it brings up some good things. So <clears throat> with that in mind... We wanted to talk about a couple of things. I think probably the first thing is, your what's your goal or what are you trying to accomplish with the TV? And John, do you have anything to to say about that? Those particular things, like what are you actually trying to do when you hang your TV? Right. Right. I, you know, I think what you what you want to do is you want to consider uh, uh, several things. There's the weight of the TV. There's the there's the uh, ability of everybody to be able to see it. Where are you going to put it? Don't put it too high. Don't put it too low. Uh, there's, um, what do you want to do when you do hang it? Is it a stationary type of, uh, mount or is it something that you, with a, with an arm that you can swing? Yeah. Cause like if you're trying to do a TV, say, I don't know, like, I, I mean, we've put TVs in kitchens where, so somebody's watching in the kitchen and actually as they're moving around the kitchen, they want to be able to move the screen a little bit because they're working at different, basically workstations, not really workstations, but you know, yeah. you're, you're working at the island, you're cutting stuff up and then you're over at the sink, you know, and they kind of want to be able to rotate their TVs and same thing even in some of the main rooms. So one of the first considerations I think that you have to figure out is exactly what are you trying to do? Do you want this TV? Is it just for a stationary viewpoint like you were saying, or is it, or is it going to be moved into multiple locations? A little bit of a thought process, but it's not that difficult. We're big about, like we say, we we talk about saving time, money, and aggravation. Well, this is more an aggravation thing. The last thing you want to do is put this thing up and find out you put it in the wrong place or it doesn't do what you want it to do, right? This is all a thought process. You can go through this in the front. Um, and then you did, you, John, you touched on some things like, so, so some of the things like when you're hanging a TV, at least in my opinion anyway, is how big is the TV um, or small in that stage. And then um, anytime we're hanging anything, right, we want to consider weight. Do you agree with those issues? 
Yeah, so let me let me touch on something right now uh, on the weight, and that is that when you consider, especially if a TV has a, a movable arm, uh, you're gonna you're gonna find out just you know it's just pure physics uh, that uh, you're gonna have what's called moment, and that is gonna be the culmination of weight multiplied by the length of the arm, which means in simple terms is if you're holding a brick close to you versus holding a brick at arm's length. It's a lot heavier out there. And that will come into play if, especially when you have little kids pulling on TVs, and, you know, around the, uh, you know, this, this arm, because that weight is going to be magnified on that wall. Well, and, and I will just add that that doesn't matter whether you have kids hanging on it or not. The TV weight is uh, heavier as the arm well, or the, or the moment gets longer. My my point is that you don't want that TV to bust off and fall on the kids. <laughs> so, oh, that point. <laughs> Wait, know, have you so, met my children? You you <laughs> might disagree with that. <laughs> so yeah, all right, kids, so, swing time. So you know it's it, it's one of, it's one of those things, and and I will tell you, Larry, and I'm sure you can get into this in a second. Here is that I've seen. I've seen professionals, professionals that are that hang these TVs from large stores. Um, not, I would not accept how they're they're hanging this, those TVs. Let's just put it that way, because right. it's you know your wallboard is just not designed. I don't care what kind of uh, mount that you have inside that wallboard. Okay, so you might, Larry, why don't you tell us you know about about going ahead and, and really securing that to uh, the, the wall. Yeah, that, so so we'll talk about, let's, let's push that off just for a minute because there's a few other things and, and we will get to that point. There's a whole, that's a whole part of the actual installation. If you're planning for this kind of thing, right? So, John, have you ever gone out on a job and somebody says, I want the TV right there? And you look at them and you say, I can put the TV right there. Where are we going to plug it in? Yeah, right. And that's and now now we've got all the considerations of cables and wires and things like that. Are we going to, you know, go buy those kits and 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 feed the wire up through the wall and and those kind of things and, you know, can we do it? I mean, if that's if that's where they're going to want the TV. Right. Um, Cuz that's a very different consideration than if you have like like now as you know, John, that like if over a mantle lots of times they're the in the build of the house, they're actually mounting up power up there and they're putting a cable box up there. Or a, they're not so much a cable, but they'll put a conduit up there so that you can snake the wire through. And I actually this last job that I just did, the power was there and they actually had the conduit. It was really nice. I just snuck my fish tape down the wire and, and pulled the cable through. It was really, really easy. Um, I didn't have to do anything, but I know I've done jobs where people say they want the wire hidden, right? And either the power or the cable wire, and you can do it. You know, there's a couple of different ways to do it. One is you fish it up inside the wall, which is a, a more complex process. And then you can do surface mounted, um, the, the surface mounted conduit, you know, the flat, whatever they call that stuff, the flat stuff that mounts up on the wall and, and, and you can run it down. But these are things, folks, when you're thinking about where you want to hang your TVs, you, you got to think about these things. Now, one of the good things that's that's come out over the past few years, especially on the cable boxes, is they have wireless ones, right, John? So that's really nice. So you do need a power source, but you don't have to run the cable wire necessarily. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. These things are coming along, but you know you still got a power wire. You still have to have power. So it's you know you're you're still stuck with that. We haven't found the battery powered TV that right. that wasn't built in the seventies yet. Right. 
<clears throat> I'm kind of amazed nobody's done that yet, John. Maybe we should send this off to our favorite uh, our favorite tool company, Ryobi, and, and they could make it work with the 18-volt battery packs, and we could have <laughs> our own cordless TVs. I sh- I'm going to say that and watch. That'll be their next product launch. Anyway, um, <laughs> be that call as it Call it an may. iPad. Yeah, call, yeah, call it an well, iPad. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, that's true. You could just put your computer up there and be good. Um, it's kind of funny, John. You know, in our house, we actually we are off the grid. We do not have cable so-called cable tv we do everything over the top as they call it and yeah. in in one of our uh it, it, at our uh condo that we have we actually have my old laptop is just hooked up it's behind the tv and it is plugged into the tv with an hdmi cable and that's my quote receiver and then the big tv screen works as a monitor and actually really really like it because it gives me the ability to use it as a as either a computer or the um or as a as we watch netflix and stuff so we watch entertainment sources on it uh, just through the computer and it works out really well because that particular laptop, I drop something on the screen, so there's this great big, um, like I don't use it as a laptop anymore because it's got this giant hole. It's not. It's kind of like a hole in the screen, but it works great as a t- as a monitor for right. the TV. Right. Yeah, and you could you, know? you can do that, or, or go, you know, go buy uh, go buy a, a Chrome Chromecast stick, or Chromecast a Fire stick, stick or, yeah. or those kind of things to, to do it wireless. So many options today. So many yeah. options. Um, but the again, you know, back to the whole purpose of this initial part of this conversation was, what are you trying to do, and what are your goals, right? And you know, if you, because you have different needs when you go to mount this thing, whether you're doing a a, a, a stick program or an internet program, or you're actually going to wire cable into it or whatever you've got different things you need to be thinking about though i think about the only consistent thing that we and we've quipped about it a little bit but you do need power and as a general rule so you're going to need 110 someplace close to the to the Mm. tv um or the monitor if you want to call it that whatever you're whatever you're going to talk about it um Mm -hmm. anything else just on the on the initial planning john that we're thinking of um i i will just throw something out from from the uh professional audio visual uh group out there is that generally that putting a tv above a fireplace is not the greatest thing to do i know that everybody that's a big trend that everybody does but it's really not the optimal thing uh, for a couple of reasons one is the viewing angle uh once again back to your point larry you know when you're planning these kind of things out um and also that uh, you know, electronics and heat don't go along, get along too well. No, they actually don't. Um, and so those are you know those are concerns. And then consider also how much are you actually going to literally burn your fireplace? Everybody thinks they're going to use their fireplace a lot. At least, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be careful here in the south. I know when I lived up north, we used our fireplace like all the time because it was the only way to stay warm. Um, but down here in the in the south, we don't. You know, I, I mean, we burn our fireplace four or five times a year i guess yeah you know not a whole lot um so think but but again you know if you live in a northern those climate are, those are consider those are considerations those honestly, are considerations because yep. when a tv is at a, at a at a certain angle uh that's high and you're sitting on a couch you know like your neck gets your neck bent. gets stiff it does yeah. it really does yeah. um so it's 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 back to you it's back to what you were saying is that you really need to kind of plan this out 
Yeah, and just really think about it, and then do you know do some testing. I mean, you can do testing if you if you literally want to test how to watch your thing. Put just like any kind of screen up. It doesn't have to be a TV. It can be just a piece of paper, and sit on your couch and and look at it, and actually look at it for like a while, and see if your neck starts to hurt. Because you're not kidding, John. It's absolutely the truth. If it's mm-hmm. too high, it's very, very it's not very un- it's uncomfortable at the angle that you're at. So if you're moving at the back of the room, it's easier than if you're up close to it. So that's that's. That's correct. Things to think about, right? Things mm-hmm. to think about. Because the last thing you want to do is go do this project, spend a fair amount of time doing it. Not that it takes a huge amount of time, but it takes some time, especially if you have to run wires, only to find out it's not it's not really what you want. So these are these are things we can do in advance. Um, <clears throat> what kind of tools do you need to hang a TV, John? Well, the you know the the the, the classic drills. A level, a stud finder, you know, if you're going to fish wires through a wall, you're going to need some type of way to do that, like a, like a, what they, what's known as a fish tape, a screwdriver, and then a lot of these brackets come with lag screws, lag bolts, yep. and um, that's going to require, you know, sockets. Sockets or a, or a wrench, you know, some way to turn it to turn it right. in, and um, that would be the and that would be ideal when you find the when you find the studs to really secure that thing up there. Yeah, it's you know we we were talking earlier that um, we have you know talking about hanging art and pictures and things like that. Uh, this is a little bit more you know you, you got to really think this one out. Yeah, these are it, this is m- much more like hanging a very heavy mirror. And yeah. You want to make sure that it's that it's right. Plus, if you're doing an articulating mount, then it becomes a very different issue because, like Absolutely. you said, there, you have moment that you need to worry about, and and you actually yep. have concerns about where that that thing's going to swing, and then you have to have cable allowance for it if it's moving, um, and all of that kind of thing. So, it takes a little bit more thought than hanging artwork uh, yep. per se. I will uh, let me. I will add also that the other consideration when you're doing hanging a TV is you know your external speakers so if you've got a five five to one five to two seven to one you know surround sound and things like that you know you need to you need to kind of look at that i mean what are you going to use an av receiver are you going to use uh, a sound bar you know where are you going to put that thing so it's you know you, you just have to really lay these things out and, and do a little forethought no it's not rocket science it's just a little you know pre-planning it's pre-planning yeah and we're you know that we're we, you hear us talk about it all the time on the on the handyman pros radio show we talk about pre-planning and thinking things through and and just uh taking you know take your time because planning you know what john it's the old adage right well uh, one minute of planning leads to 10 minutes of yeah. save time in the in the job or one hour of planning leads to 10 hours of save time and it really in this case it's true because you go and you drill a hole in the wall and then you have to move it. Well, now you have a drywall repair. Not that it's difficult, right. but you have a drywall repair, and then you have to paint, and then you have this, and you have that. And and right. why, when you can just sit down and think about it, maybe take a piece of paper and sketch it out if you're so inclined, or do it on your iPad, or do it however however you want to do it. Um, so, all right, so you've got it all figured out now. So we've got it all figured out. We know what we're going to do, and we want to we want to put it up. What are like like our tips? So so we were talking about it before. We were talking about moment, right? If you're using an articulated uh, mount, and particularly if you have a heavy TV, you really have to be concerned with moment because as the as the as it gets farther away from the wall, the pressure on that mount actually gets greater and greater. That's what's called moment. It's angular in its physics, right? As you said, so the 
there's there's a couple things. One is when I do one like that, any any kind of articulating mount, I'm looking for there's a couple of factors that I'm looking for, and. The first thing I'm looking for is how big is the mount itself that actually mounts to the wall? How big is the plate, right? Yeah. So there's usually a plate on those things. And the more, I'm generalizing, but the more expensive ones have bigger plates. What's the significance of a bigger plate, John? Well, it's, you know, from a from being able to adjust for a bigger TV. You know, these things can, these things have, these things have adjustments, on it where they can slide around and you can, you know, attach the TVs, you know, all the modern TVs have screw holes and, you know, bolts, bolt holes in the back to, 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 to mount it. Um, there's one other thing I wanted to bring up is that, you know, you, you mentioned that those, you know, the, a decent mount, those things are pretty heavy by themselves. Just keep that in the back of your mind when you're, when you're mounting this thing. Cause now you not only have that TV, but you have that mount on the right, wall. Right. Right. Well, my point on the plate is, is I've actually seen TV mounts where the TV is heavy and they put a bigger, I'm not going to say necessarily a bigger TV than what it calls for, but I've actually seen drywall get crushed. So the moment is so great and the weight's so heavy on the outside, it'll actually compress the drywall, right? So it indents in the drywall. It's back to that physics thing. If you have a bigger plate, that doesn't happen. Yeah. So the bigger the TV or the heavier the TV. Now, this one I mounted the other day was a TV from 2007, and I hadn't hadn't worked on one that that long or that old, I'm mm-hmm. going to say. And it was a plasma screen LCD. And brother, I'm going to tell you, that son of a gun was heavy. I mean, heavy. Yeah. Um, it yeah, was for, probably... Uh, for- 75 yeah, for a flat screen. Yeah, it was probably 75 to 100 pounds. It was it was a big heavy one. Now fortunately that was a flat mount. It was flat up against the the wall, so we didn't really worry about it that much. We got into the studs and do it um, and got it in. Um and again, I don't know if did we talk about mounts, John? We did, right? Did we talk about We've talked about articulating, but we did we talk anything about flat mounts? No. Okay. So Folks, if you're not familiar, there are flat mount TVs too, and basically these are these are mounts that just they they just tilt down usually, so they mount flat against the wall, but they just tilt. They don't articulate. They don't move left and right. They just move kind of up and down. Those are flat mounts. They're they're um, usually on the lower cost range. But if you're going to just set it in one place and you don't plan on moving, you know, you're going to look at it from the couch that happens to be in the same position all the time. Flat mount can be the way to go. So you don't necessarily need to get an articulating mount. Because articulating mounts, A, are more expensive, and B, they also they tend to take up more room on the wall. So the TV sits out, it sits out off the wall a little bit farther, just a little bit, but it still sits out off the wall a little bit. So there's that, and then there's articulating. Articulating basically is going to give you some kind of motion, some number of degrees left and right, and then they usually go up and down also. So you get you get you get a, a more complete uh, viewing angles with an articulating one. But they're, you know, there's other, there are different concerns with them. So if this really, really heavy TV that I hung, I wouldn't have hung it on an articulating one ever, 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 ever. I would have always had it on a flat mount because it, it would have, it would have destroyed the wall. There's just no way you can hang it. It was so, it was really heavy. I was really surprised. Been a long time. Um, well, I hung on, I hung a, an older TV, uh, an older LCD that was like that, a pretty heavy one, but you know, it was, I think it was 40 something inches that I had downstairs. And I brought it up to the bedroom, said, okay, you know, I'll put it up here. Was that the one and you put, put on the it, ceiling? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just checking. And it fell off. No. And, and so above my bed and you know, it yeah. was, um, I, this thing was pretty, this thing was really heavy and I did put it on an articulating arm 
But you know, I I uh, I put it into the studs with lag bolts, and it's not going anywhere. But I know what you're saying, and I know a lot of people out there you can relate to this. That you know, if you have something really heavy like that, and you're starting to move it around, it's it's um, you just have to think. Just you know, yeah, think it through. How, how you're gonna, how, yeah, how you're gonna mount that thing, you know. So, so going to actual tips on mounting, let's start talking about some. So make you know, I know that this seems simple, right? This is the simple. Measure your wall space, right? Make sure that the TV is actually going to fit where you think you want to mount it. <laughs> yeah. Right? And yeah. give yourself a little bit of room. So don't, you know, hey, it's 25 inches. I'm getting a 25-inch TV. Yeah, that's uh, not going to work. You know, you need like 26 or yeah. 27 inches right. for that 25-inch TV. Just give yourself a, a bit right. of margin for error. Um, I, and I know, folks, that sounds simple, but John, have we been there and done yeah. that? Yeah, I've seen it. So here's so if you folks out there, you're, you've got the wall space, you know, and you're said, boy, I really want my TV right there. Um, just really accurately measure the wall space and take those. If you don't have the TV, take those measurements with you when you go to look for TVs. I'm just saying it's going to make it a whole lot easier so that you know exactly what's going to fit on that space. Because what looks what looks big in your house is going to look really small in a you know, in a big box, you know, store that you might be buying a TV in. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It and, actually and is you're true. You're going to come by with something and say, "Man, I love the size of that TV," and you get home and it's like, um, "Whoops!" So just you know, just make sure that you uh, that you know that what the measurements are all the way around. Yeah, and 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 the second thing is make sure you measure your mount. So back to this TV that I was talking about. I went down to the local big box store and I bought the quote <laughs> universal sized uh, mount, right? So I'm buying this this uh, basically they're just kind of like a, a flat bar that you put up there. It's a bracket, but it's a flat bracket that mounts up against the wall. So I mount the thing up there, no problem. I put the I put the mounts on the TV. I go to hang that thing up. Um, 26 inch mount on the wall, 27 inch spread on the mounts on the TV. Guess what? didn't uh, fit oops. <laughs> oops yeah so uh lesson learned again been there done that make sure that your tv mount is the size you know that your tv the holes in your tv are the size and the like if you're doing a flat mount that the spread is big enough for the bar i fixed it i went down and i found a longer bracket and <clears throat> voila it was fixed but had to make the trip to the store right we're trying to save you time money and aggravation the money wasn't the issue, but the aggravation factor was pretty high. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, measure the, the spread the spread on your mounts. Make sure that the mount is actually going to fit the way it's supposed to. Um, and and uh, do that because, well, guess what? <laughs> Been there, done that. Um, the other thing is, too, is generally preferred to hang these into studs, right? John, would Absolute, you agree with that? Abso absolutely. If you... Your first your first move should be finding the studs to hang it, um, hands down. Did did we mention thing. the hand, that uh, handyman services by sir? Oh, never mind. She, you said mention studs. I thought of you and I. But anyway, <laughs> that is the that is but that is but that is the thing that you should be looking yeah. looking to do first and foremost. 
um, by all means. Get your stud finder out and find and find the stud or, you know, look for nail pops or however it is that you find a stud. But de- definitely try to mount them into, into the studs if you can. I don't care what they say. I don't care what the instructions say. Oh, you know, it'll handle the weight, putting it in a drywall. Yeah, we've seen that happen where, you know, the drywall's pulling out. The next thing you know, we're getting a call for a drywall repair and they're looking for a new TV. So That's right. Um I just, I, those are the big things. Is there anything else we need to actually talk about when they're actually doing the mount? Well, you know, not, not really from the, from the mount perspective. Um, you know, if you can, if you, if you get it into the studs, you're, you're golden. I would say that when you do mount it, you know, you take a, a little, a little drill, like a, a, a 16th or something like that, or an eighth inch drill, let's say an eighth, an eighth inch drill and drill in there, make sure that wood is coming out with that drill. <laughs> um, you know, cause you know, you, you want to trust your stud finders and stuff, but you know, just make sure that you're in the middle of it and not on the side of, of the stud. Yeah. Okay? Particularly so if, if you're, you're using a big side, lag, right? If you're using right, a big lag bolt. Yeah. If, if you're just going to cut, if you're just going to, uh, bite into a piece of that stud on the, you know, one side or the other, that's not going to do it. So, um, you know, basically, you know that the studs are 16 inches center and, you know, measure. So All right. that's, a, that's a little tip right there. Yeah, that's a good tip, actually, because if you if you miss that stud or you only catch half that's the stud, right. you might that's, as well not even have the bolt in there, you know, the lag bolt in there, because it'll just pull out and uh, you'll you'll have a mess on your hands. All right. Any other tips? Um, so I do have one story. I just have a quick story. So I actually got called to hang a television on a dock uh, one on Lake Lanier. And actually, it was a very cool uh, mount. But the, the fellow wanted his TV mounted on his dock because he wanted to watch Georgia football while he was swimming in Lake Lanier. So <laughs> it's a pretty cool mount. <laughs> so, that's, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it that's was nice. it was pretty cool. He had it set up on a wireless system. So he, you know, he had power on the dock anyway to run his to run his stuff. So we, we mounted it up on his dock. And, you know, sure enough, I I go down there one Sunday and they're all sitting in the water watching the football game. I was like, that's kind of cool. Would it be like to sit in the water and watch like, you know, episodes of Gilligan's Island, you know, where you're stranded? Finally, we finally get John Singer out there in the in the reality. All right, that I think is going to do it for hanging a TV. Um, if you do have any questions for the Handyman Pros for John and I, please send us an email at questions at handymanprosradioshow.com or join our Facebook pros at Handyman Pros um, and join in in our conversations. John, you know what? I think, what, John, the spaceship, it's landing. And Larry, what are you going to do? I think I'm going to look at it. No, I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to take that thing apart. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.